Good morning, everyone. I'm Eugene Negovieski with Enphoto, and today I'm honored to have with us the CEO of Pixelu and Smart Albums, Daniel Usenko. Smart Albums is an easy-to-use, easy-to-learn album designing software that is enjoyed by hundreds of thousands of professional photographers and is revolutionizing the way pros such as yourself make albums. Welcome, Daniel. Hey, nice, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. That's great. What else can you tell us uh, about yourself and about Smart Albums and Pixelu? Well, um, I've been a photographer now for over 16 years, so I've kind of seen a lot of transition from... Uh, I actually learned photography and film, mm -hmm. then I went to digital, now I'm going back to film, and um, I've seen, I feel like a lot of... Um, different stages of photography, uh, the photography industry, and um, and about uh, seven years ago, a friend of mine who is a, a developer, he asked me to join him on the project, which ended up being Pixelu, mm -hmm. and uh, our first product was Smart Albums uh, that we released, uh, I believe, four years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and since then, it's been a really, really great ride. Um, uh, we. We've had photographers all over the world use our software, and mm. it's really changed our life, uh, my life for sure. Mm. Uh, and our team is uh, 25 team members right now. So, uh, from two guys in the garage to 25. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Smart Albums is concerned as a software concerned with designing photo albums. What other software do you guys have through Pixelu that you can can share with us? Uh, a year ago, we released Smart Slides, which mm -hmm. is uh, something that photographers uh, have been asking us to do for a while. It's a slideshow design software. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, it, just like Smart Albums, which made album design easy. Smart mm -hmm. Slides made some uh, beautiful slideshows, very, very simple. Um, mm -hmm. So in a nutshell, uh, it provides music and the uh, tools to make a slideshow in five minutes tops. Wow. Uh, so that was that released. Uh, pretty much exactly a year ago. Oh, wow. So you said this went from a small two people to 25 today. Uh, can you tell us like uh, who, who are these people, a little bit about these people who make up uh, this company uh, today? Yeah, uh, great question. We, um, we're spread out all over the world. Okay. <laughs> we, have, um, we have some people in, um, some people in the US, mm -hmm. some people in Mexico, some people in Spain, some people mm -hmm. in Eastern Europe, uh, and Philippines, uh, and a lot of the, our team members, um, since they work remote, they have an opportunity to go live somewhere else and mm -hmm. work with us. And uh, mostly, I would say, half of the team are developers that actually make the software, mm -hmm. and half are the supporting staff, so customer support, for instance, we have customer support seven days a week, so uh, we want to make sure we have people um, supporting that. And then we also have people in both time zones, the European time zone and the US time zone, so that customers all over the world are, are covered. Wow, yeah, so as you say, you are really reaching the whole globe, <laughs> both yeah. literally yeah. Uh, and figuratively with your with your brand there. That's, that's excellent. Yeah. I want to take a second, of course, we're going to get back in and dive in deeper to, to Smart Albums and Pixelu, but I want to take a second and go a little to the left here. Uh, you mentioned yourself that you're a photographer, uh, so let's talk about that. We're addressing uh, an audience of photographers. Uh, and I read that uh, beauty, 
beauty is the word that you choose to kind of emphasize your style and your take on photography, kind of your philosophy. Uh, can you expand on this for me a little bit? And why did you choose the word beauty? What was it about beauty? Mm, interesting. Yeah, it's a good question. Actually, when I um, teach workshops, uh, one of the uh, the first lessons is on the philosophy of beauty. So it's definitely something really important to me. And um, beauty is uh, it's part of photography that I think is the uh, artistic part. Sometimes when you look at a photo, you love it, but you're not even sure why. And I think it's that uh, kind of intangible aspect. It's not about you know the lens you use or the filters you use or uh, the technical aspect of photography, but it's more of the intangible aspect of photography, and that's what really makes photos stand out. And so for me, it's always important to uh, figure out, in order to be a good photographer, how can you be better at capturing beauty? Uh, I'm sure you know, and a lot of photographers know, photographers that know everything there is about cameras, lenses, Photoshop, but their photos are just boring. <laughs> And then there are photographers who literally just woke up yesterday with the camera, it seems like, and they're taking amazing photos, and, or maybe they're even using an iPhone. Mm -hmm. They have no technical expertise. They don't know what exposure is or what aperture is or what shutter is, mm -hmm. but they take really beautiful photos. And um, it's, I think it's because that person uh, has taste. Mm -hmm. And I think that the idea somebody has taste to me means they intuitively understand what things are beautiful, what things are not beautiful, and they know how to capture them. Okay. And so for me, yeah, so for me, uh, I think a good photographer is first and foremost someone who knows how to capture beauty. Uh, and so my, in my personal professional photography, I always try to figure out ways, how can I be better at learning um, how to be uh, a better capturer of, of beauty. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you, you say that you have workshops that you're giving, and in these, are you, you're kind of helping photographers to enhance and to find and to develop this uh, ability to see and, uh, you know, take advantage of this beauty? Mm -hmm. um, well, I'm, I'm personally, uh, when I studied in school, my degree is in math. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a very, I'm a very analytical person. So <laughs> I try to break things down, and I try to analyze. Um, how how do you become better? And so I think my number one advice would be to um, absorb the the absorb the ideas of what beauty is from mm -hmm. other artists that are good at capturing beauty. Um, okay. A good example would be you know if if someone has poor uh, taste in in how to dress, the way they improve is if they go to a city where people are fashionable. They mm -hmm kind of absorb the idea of what is fashionable, what is beautiful. And so just same thing with, I think, photography. If photographers spend more time about uh, with great art, not necessarily just other photographers, but it could be even, you know, going to museums or watching movies that are like classical right. uh, with great cinematographers, that will allow them to kind of internalize what, what beautiful imagery is. And, uh, that, that's what I recommend. It's not something that you can just like switch on and off. It's something that you um, kind of learn with uh, your emotional capacity, I guess, yeah. 
wow. <laughs> I would say personally, like you are somebody I would love to listen to more. Where you know, where would I be able to find out more about like your workshops or where you're offering them and how to get involved in those? Uh, well, uh, unfortunately, I don't teach uh, uh, workshops uh, anymore because I'm right. so busy with Pixelu. Uh, my my job at Pixelu is because I've been a photographer for so long. My job at Pixelu is to make sure that whatever we make makes photographers happy and it, it fits them. Yeah. So all my time goes into that. But I do um, uh, sometimes teach workshops, and I think the best uh, place is to follow me on Instagram, which is at Daniel Usenko. Uh, uh, on Instagram, that's going to be the best place. So if I ever do teach a workshop, I'm, I'll be announcing it there. All right, wonderful. Uh, I have to ask you this, uh, just to dive a little more into the, the personal side of yourself. You mentioned that you studied mathematics, but just these few <laughs> yeah. minutes of us talking, I can tell that you have that artistic soul. You have that uh, passion and that uh, drive to find beauty in uh, in such a wonderful way. Where where did that come from? Like uh, and and like you said, now you've got this software company. You are just on both sides of the brain. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Well, um, I uh, honestly, I don't think I'm an artistic person. Um, mm -hmm. I into it like in um, uh, what's the word? Uh, by nature, I, I'm not. Um, I'm by nature a very analytical person. So I studied mathematics, and I always approached everything from an analytical perspective. And photography was no no different. Mm -hmm. So when I learned photography, it was from from a perspective of gear and what kind of settings and mm -hmm. I remember going into a photography store mm -hmm. 17 years ago and I um, was asking so how, what do I buy to make pictures look professional so for me it was always about that like what do I do but mm -hmm. uh, as I have been breaking it down into parts okay so this is because of the slide this is because of this lens I realized that there's a there's a portion of it that's attributed to just taste that's not quite you know mathematical there, mm -hmm. uh, and by even as an analytical person by being exposed to great photography, I have been able to internalize this ability to see to see beauty, uh, and I don't think it existed like I've never played an instrument I've never I never knew how to draw I never did anything artistic okay. until my age of sixteen. So I don't think I am naturally uh, good at being artistic. I just—it's something that I've learned, um, yeah, over, over time. So uh, yeah, it's and then yeah, soft and then the software aspect of it. I don't write the software, but I kind of bridge the gap between like the art, the business, the you know the math. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of like the bridge, I guess, uh, in our company. And this is actually a perfect segue into a question I, I just had. Being this bridge, how uh, we were talking about your philosophy of beauty, and, and now how does Pixaloo, Smart Albums, and Pixaloo as in its entirety, how does it fit into this uh, philosophy of beauty? Um, that's an awesome question. I, when we, uh, my partners, uh, my part, one of my partners is a developer. Um, he makes sure that our code as it gets written properly. Uh, the other partner is um, as a business uh, business guy. He uh, finished an MBA and mm -hmm. handles, you know, make sure that we have money <laughs> just to, to be able to pay everybody. Um, but we, um, before diving into the company, we took a trip out the mountains and we uh, discussed what is it that's important to us. 
and we came up with three values to our company that will uh, dictate what our company is about and uh, one of those values is beauty why why beauty um, you know, I, uh, I don't quite know why, but I do know that it's really important to us. Mm-hmm. And um, my guess would be is because we, our company is about photographers. A lot of people that work for our company are photographers, and we just care to take beautiful photos. Mm-hmm. And visual aesthetics is a very important aspect to, uh, for us. So when we were creating a software, we knew that whatever we do, whether it be for smart albums, the templates in smart albums, or the uh, just the visual look of, of the buttons and all that. We knew that as visual people, we want to make sure that as we create this product for ourselves, and we like beauty, we love beauty, mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure that's one of the cornerstones of what our company makes. So every, every, every decision that we make, one of the things is like, is this a, is this a way for us to maximize beauty? Um, and you know, a simple example would be we, you know, spend tens of thousands of dollars making sure that our website looks beautiful because mm-hmm. we're visual people and and uh, we want to make sure that everything we touch uh, looks beautiful. Wow, <laughs> that's incredible. Now, you know, it's again kind of on this philosophy of beauty and with with that mentality that you have and being a photographer yourself. Uh, are there any benefits to professional photographers offering uh, albums in their studio? Well, uh, obviously, um, the, yeah, uh, obviously we understand that there are, but unfortunately, a lot of people um, don't because uh, it seems like very, especially in the U.S. here, a very small percentage of photographers offer albums anymore. And so I hope that this message reaches them so that they... Right. Uh, can be convinced, um, but there are um, two main, I think, uh, reasons to offer albums these days. Uh, one is business related, and one is artistic, uh, art related. Business related is you'll make more money, which is <laughs> everybody. You're in the business of art, you want to make money. Albums are great for that because it's an extra thing to sell, and um, yeah, that's, I don't know if there's need to be more and more, more talk about that. Okay. But as far as art goes, um, the, the world is becoming increasingly digital. And I think one of the biggest risks to photography in general, whether it be professional photography or just photography on iPhones, is that there are so many photos that images are going to get lost, not necessarily because we're going to lose our hard drive, because most things are in the cloud now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but images are going to be lost because of the sheer volume of how many are being taken. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know of, like, if the viewers are, are watching. Um, uh, the last time you went through photos from five years ago, even and looked through them, there is there are so many photos that you don't even know what to do with them. And every year there are more and more of our photos. So in 20 years, we're going to have millions of photos. How will we ever find the ones that we truly love or that capture? You know, we're, we're going to have a lot of, even on our, my phone, I have a lot of screenshots, I have a lot of photos of things that are not even important. So, albums is one of the beauty of albums. It's not even the fact that they get printed, which is great by itself, mm-hmm. but the fact that you are forced to, to take a number of f- photos that are okay, like 
at a wedding, I might take, you know, when I shoot shot digitally, I would take six, seven thousand uh, photos. Mm -hmm. uh, so narrowing it down to 100 and then placing it into a, a, a book that holds those images is a way to take the images and save them out of the sea of, of, of multitude and put them into a book so that you can see that these are the most important ones. Um, for, ex for example, uh, my wife and I, we went on a road trip across the US uh, a few months ago. We took lots of photos and we made sure to made, make a book for ourselves with, with the best photos from the trip, not necessarily because uh, of the print aspect, but most importantly to save them from being lost in our phones forever. Um, and so, uh, I, and, I, and when, when, a, when the, as a photographer, I think it's important to do that for your clients because mm -hmm. if you take their photos, it's important to serve them mm -hmm. by saving their photos in a, in a form that won't get lost easily. And that's a really good point uh, to bring up. Uh, both of your points were fantastic, but that one particularly because there's a lot of literature out there. I'm a psychology guy. I actually studied psychology in, in university. And there's a lot of literature out there in general about if you have too many options, it can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And I think some people might not realize, but it, it can be something that's happening that people don't even want to look at the, the digital um, product that they have because it's just kind of so overwhelming for them. You know, maybe yeah. they're looking for a specific photo, but just just in general, like I don't want to open that. That's like a thousand. Like like you say, how am I going to get through that sea of photos? Where like you say, if the photographer offers the album, they give them the cold, the edited, the cold, C U L E D, edited version. Uh, so that's a very good point that that uh, people uh, don't often mention. Uh, yeah. Now, Daniel, though, you, of course, you're also a, a very successful businessman, and, and so from a, the photography perspective, or even from the business perspective, what, what kind of things do you look for uh, or look at when um, deciding somebody to partner with like a business or a company? Uh, what do we look at? Well, um, I think for us, um, we care a lot about the thing we make. We care about a lot of, a lot about our customers, our product. So it's, it's really important for us to know that the, the, whoever we partner with, they care about what they do. So it's not just about business. If it's just about, if it's just about the dollars, um, companies cut corners, mm -hmm. they, um, uh, they do whatever it is to, you know, to make sure that the, the bottom line uh, is met. But, uh, in our day and age, I think it's important to partner companies that have a passion for what they do, and they care about their customers. They care about their products, mm -hmm. uh, and the the, pro, you know, the byproduct will be um, that the person will be successful. Uh, like if even if you take a photographer, someone who cares about their their work uh, is is going to be successful because of that, rather than somebody that's just like in it for the for the money. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's that's the most important. Whether whether the company truly cares uh, for what um, they do. I I was asking this with the mindset of photographers in mind, and when you were you know you are still shooting uh, yourself, but when you were doing it more, and today when you are looking for a kind of a album producer or something to work with, is it a similar concept that you have that you look for somebody who you you know will take care of your product and will display your product, your pictures. 
uh, beautifully and elegantly or are there different things that you consider when you're looking to choose like an album producing company or for a printing lab? Yeah, well um, I, um, I have relationships uh, throughout the industry with different print labs and um, I with within photo you know I, I've, I've known uh, about you guys not not for super long but what really impressed me right away was some of the I guess uh, well I, I've never been you know, to your to your production facility I don't know extensively the product lines but uh, there are little tells <laughs> here and there that have been really impressive um, and for me um, the fact that, for instance, I know that you guys are in the, you know, mostly in the Eastern uh, time zone, but um, like as we spoke before, before this uh, video, that you always have someone that stays so that they, uh, your representative is there to help any U.S. Uh, customer until the end of the day for the U.S., mm -hmm. which is, you know, super impressive. Like, I, I, it reminds me of what we do when we have people... Uh, stay on the weekends to help photographers on the weekends uh, and the fact that I know that you guys have pretty much like a You know will replace and fix any album issue that you'll ever have which I know is you know it, it, I know that in reality there may not be a big percentage of um, issues with albums, but uh, because of shipping the humidity all these diff different things that may not even be your fault mm -hmm. uh, there there's always going to be some tiny percentage that there will be something wrong. So the fact that you guys are um, so willing to fix, replace, and make uh, people happy, I, I think those are, you know, really great um, uh, indicators mm -hmm. to show that you guys are someone that actually truly cares for what you do, and not just again, not just do it because it's a business. Okay. Uh, we're on the uh, topic of photo albums. We're going to stay here for a second. Now, okay, you are somebody of, I have to ask this question to. What do you think is one of the biggest challenges photographers face uh, when designing albums? Do you, do, is it an issue with designing software or does it go beyond that? What, what do you think is the biggest well, issue? It was, it, it was album design software uh, before my albums came out. Right, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It was. It, for now, right now, I think the biggest uh, it's either the photographer uh, is not able to sell albums to their clients, but once they have sold the album, the, probably the biggest barrier is to the calling um, part where you have to choose images for the album. Uh, it's time consuming. If you have a thousand images, you have to choose 70. Mm -hmm. it's, it, that aspect is time consuming. And um, the solution to that, if anyone does run out of this problem, the solution that if you really hate doing that, ask your clients to do to it um, themselves, uh, and it'll save you time. Sure, they're not gonna choose the best images that we know, <laughs> but if your number one priority is time, um, you can ask your clients to to, uh, to do it. That's a great themselves. tip. That's a great tip. Because then then they're gonna be they're gonna feel like they have every image they want in the album, and they, <laughs> you're not gonna argue with them that you know. This is a poor, bad image. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, you mentioned, obviously, now, uh, software, album designing software is not an issue with smart albums. What is it that makes smart albums different? 
uh, and what makes it stand out kind of amongst the competition? Mm -hmm. uh, well, I mentioned that we, uh, my partners and I, we chose three values to our company, and uh, the other two, um, beyond beauty, um, the other two is also uh, what makes us stand out. First of all, simplicity. Uh, simplicity is a cornerstone to everything we do, and photographers love smart albums because it's simple. You don't. Most photographers don't even watch any demos or tutorials on it. They just get in, drag images, and they're done. Wow. Uh, and the other, uh, which um, uh, sometimes may be underlooked, but it's uh, reliability. We spend a lot of resources into making sure that the software is not buggy, it's fast, it works smoothly. And on our end, what that means to us is that we employ, excuse me, we employ um, for every developer, we, for every two developers, we employ one tester who tests the software continually to make sure that uh, any bugs that are there are found and any issues are found. So I think, yeah, the simplicity and reliability is what makes us, um, makes us stand out. We've gone back and forth uh, a little bit too, uh, you know, between albums and things like this. And when I, when I was talking to you about the challenges, uh, and also at the beginning of the interview, we were kind of referencing the alternative, which is kind of a digital shoot and burn kind of a method. Uh, does this digital age and kind of this trend, especially in America, as you mentioned, um, and things like shoot and burn, uh, does this worry you at all about the future of, of prints and albums, or are you confident that albums will continue to be and perhaps even continue to grow uh, in the future? Yeah, that's a that's a really really good question. You know, I wish I knew what the future holds, mm -hmm. and uh, it's hard to know. Um, for for example, film. Uh, everybody thought that film is dead and digital cameras are taking over. But now it's been shown that in the last few years, film sales have been growing. So it's it's quite hard to know, you know, where the industry is going. Um, and yeah, it, it obviously is uh, has been a problem in the last few years that everything is digital, everything is in Instagram. People are more uh, concerned about getting the likes on, on Facebook and Instagram than they are preserving prints. Um, and and uh, I think it's not helpful that a lot of photographers, there are a lot of new photographers that are coming into uh, the business uh, are shoot and burn. And I totally understand, I'm not blaming shoot and burn photographers. I know that it's, I've, you know, I've shot for 15 years. I know that it's easier in some ways to just mm -hmm. kind of like get the project out of your hands and be done with it and just shoot a new project. Uh, but I, I think that um, two things, um, are good for the industry that are happening. One is like I, I talked about, the, the sea and multitude of images, plus nobody's printing anymore. So now a printed product is a very unique mm -hmm. proposition that uh, people haven't had. Couples from you know, 10, 20 years ago, they had books. So offering them a, an album, a book, wasn't that special, whereas now, it is special, and it is something that makes you stand out as a photographer. Uh, so because of that, I think there's there's going to be kind of a, a response to this like, digital age. Um, and so I think people are going to want uh, to print their books because nothing 
else in their life is printed and they would want to preserve their images um, that way. And second, because there is so much competition these days, it's so easy to pick up a camera for $500 and be a professional photographer. Um, uh, because of that, photographers, I think, are going to be forced to be better at selling the books and to be presenting the books because there's so much competition that they'll have to stand out and they'll have to find a way to make more revenue and albums uh, is a good way to do that. So I, I hope and I think that the worst is behind us, mm -hmm. that this obsession about Instagram and Facebook and all that is kind of wearing out and people are going back to um, more, I guess, conservative slash uh, kind of the old school ways and um, and I think there, there there's definitely uh, a trend to be able to be printing more okay I, I do think that's I, I think that there is a reversal in a way there okay uh, I, I had written once to people who were concerned I compared print photography kind of to the theater you know mm -hmm. we have cinema we have home theater right. But look at, you know, because there's something about the theater, it's just a little bit different, the experience of it. Yeah. The, like you said, the integrity of it. If you're an actor on Broadway or uh, right. something, that's, you know, that's saying something. Um, so, you know, I think, for what it's worth, <laughs> I think, as you say, the, the, the way will kind of crest and uh, there'll always be a place for it. Maybe not as it was in the 70s and 80s when it was kind of your only option, but there'll always mm -hmm. be a place for it. But again, Absolutely. again, you set me up to for another question quite well when you were talking about how the influx of digital photographer fee and photographers has made it necessary uh, for professional photographers as business people to to separate themselves and make themselves unique, which could perhaps lead to albums. Um, being a professional photographer, a successful one, I'm sure you know, Daniel, is as much about being a smart business person uh, as it is taking impressive photos. Uh, so how can, what's some advice that you would give to professional photographers to set themselves up for a successful photography business? Mm -hmm. It's very simple. <laughs> Actually do business things. <laughs> a lot of photographers only photograph, they only post on Instagram, mm -hmm. and they only edit all day long. And the myth is, is that if I become a great photographer, people will notice and they will book me. <laughs> That's not how it works, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. You have to actually do business things. And uh, what those business things are is less important. As long as you have the mindset that I need to take care of my business, you will find things for your market that you can do. Uh, for example, let's say that you dedicate Thursdays and Fridays to do business things, or maybe it's Monday and Tuesday. Um, uh, I'm sure that you, you will find ways that you can benefit your business. Uh, simple things can be meeting with vendors in your area so you can get to know them or maybe uh, you know researching how to do Facebook ads or maybe doing giveaways. Uh, well, this is just like off the top of my head. Right. The point is that for your market, you'll figure out what you could be doing, but as long as you're doing something that is already better than 95% of photographers who only shoot and only edit all day long. Okay. So pay attention to the business side, all of you photographers yeah, listening. Okay. We know you're those yeah. artistic souls, but it is uh, an important part of the equation uh, yeah. as well. As somebody else had said uh, that uh, we were talking with, you don't want to be a starving artist. That's not as cool as you think. <laughs> yeah. And in order to be an artist, 
you need to make money. And if you that's if you are if you're someone that says, well, you know, I'm an artist and it's not about the money for me. Well, if you don't earn a living, you won't be able to do your art. So you, mm -hmm. it's it's a if you hate it, then you can say, oh, I I hate business, but that's fine. You still have to do it <laughs> because you have to. Still, you know. Absolutely. Uh, previously, I had asked you about uh, some challenges relating to designing photo albums. I want to take a, you kind of a step back even from that. And uh, what do you see as uh, some of the biggest challenges for professional photographers for today? Yeah. Um, I, I'd probably say competition. There are so many photographers. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I, like I said, I've been around for 16 years or so. And I remember the times when I knew three, four good photographers in my area. Whereas now, it seems like every single one is amazing. They use the same presets, you know, <laughs> all the same. So I think competition um, and uh, kind of, yeah, for photographers blending in with everyone else. So standing out is definitely harder now. Mm -hmm. And so I, I recommend find, find ways to stand out. Um, I've taken personally a more radical approach. I still shoot. Uh, Weddings and part of the reason, part of my job at Pixelu is to make sure that I understand photographers. To understand photographers, I still need to photograph, and so I, I put myself. I, I love photography, I really do, but I, I still run a photography business so that I can relate to the people we serve. And um, in the, this year, I completely switched to film. Um, maybe not permanently, but I love film, and I'm I'm. Mm. I'm excited about it, and the reason I part of the reason I did that is because I wanted to stand out. That, you know, there are not a lot of filmers, and so maybe you can find ways to stand out. I don't know what you know if you're a digital photographer that could be, but um, find ways to stand out. I think that's that's uh, uh, the best way to kind of set yourself apart from the thousands of photographers in, in your area. Okay, I kind of want to go here for a second. You reminded me, I was listening to a wonderful photographer a few months ago, a British photographer, actually Hannah Miller was her name, and she did both photography and videography. And she was talking about how photographers can kind of bring the two together. How so you do both yourself, how would you comment on, is, is there a way that a photographer can use both video and film? Can, can doing film as a photographer help you uh, being a better photographer? Is there a relationship there? And if so, what could you speak of? Um, so first, uh, I uh, clarify, film photography, not film video. Ah, so, okay. I'm sorry. Right, right. So the, the old school. But I have done video in my career. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, no, no, it's okay. And... Um, no, that's definitely one of the ways to make make yourself stand out. Uh, that's certainly one of the ways. Um, at our company at Pixel, we do quite a bit of video, and video is a really, really, really great marketing tool. So, if you acquire some video skills, even if you don't actually videotape weddings, you can still use video for really um, great marketing. Um, like whether that be even, you know, let's say that you can make basic videos about how to use your iPhone camera and post that on YouTube or whatnot. Uh, that can certainly drive more attention, potentially even customers at some point mm -hmm. down the road. So I definitely think that nowadays knowing video is uh, is very helpful. Uh, but the thing I do is film photography. Okay. <laughs> the old school, old school film photography. Yeah. Okay. 
with this idea of it being kind of an overcrowded, maybe even oversaturated market in photography, do you see this trend continuing uh, in the years coming? Or uh, as you look ahead, what kind of challenges do you see facing the photography industry? Uh, yeah, no, the, the trend of being oversaturated, I, I definitely see continuing simply because cameras are less expensive, education is readily available, and uh, presets are only $100 <laughs> at most that you can use. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, I definitely see that continuing. So, I, again, if you're a, a photographer, you're worried about this oversaturation, really re encourage you to take steps to set yourself apart, uh, give, um, give uh, reasons for your clients, potential clients, to believe that you are a professional whether uh, uh, rather where everyone else is not a professional so things like offering albums uh being great at customer service mm -hmm. having a professional website um uh working with you know wedding planners in the industry w whatever signals you can give to your potential clients that you are above um the, those everyone else who just buys a camera for 500 dollars type of person is going to really help you uh, because when a bride, you know, when the bride, not on a budget, but the, when they have like a standard wedding, when she is looking for the for a photographer, they she wants to hire someone that she can trust to be a professional. And so, uh, be a professional and do the things that professionals do, and set yourself apart from everybody else. Because this trend of you know, wannabe photographers or people that just do it on the weekend, I, I think it's definitely going to only continue. Okay. I want to get out with, uh, exit with one last question. Uh, what is one piece of advice you'd give to a photographer that you believe is important that maybe uh, is something they haven't heard before? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> well, I was thinking about uh, this. This is a question that I, I knew would be asked. Um, I um, I would say that I, I already mentioned this during the interview, but I would say that you have to take the business seriously. Um, I, I they probably sure you probably heard th about this, so, so I'll give you specific advice. Okay, specific okay. advice. Uh, and the the thing that I think is would be for most photographers incredibly helpful is get a list of wedding planners in your country or area and get in touch with every single one of them and introduce yourself. Um, I know of a photographer that did this and it's, it's done really great for them because um, when you meet someone in person, there, there is a, automatically a, a level of trust that's built uh, because you've met this person uh, in person. So if you email every uh, wedding planner in your area and maybe get coffee with some of them just by having that relationship you're going to gain the trust of of that planner and those planners or those uh, vendors over time will recommend somebody um, to you simply because of that trust you know I'm, I'm sure that most photographers are these days are most are, are pretty good photographers but now you have to set yourself apart by having relationships with people in the industry so I would say definitely invest time into building relationships by 
finding those contacts online. They're 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 online, emailing, and then hopefully getting just a coffee. You don't have to sell your business. You don't have to bring a bunch of albums and be like, look, I'm a great photographer. Look at all of this work. You have to. You don't have to talk about business at all. You can just say, hey, just wanted to get you to know you. Tell me about yourself. I'll buy you coffee, and that's it. Just having that will build a, a level of trust that hopefully will result in, in referrals over time. Speaking of trust, I'm here with Daniel Usenko, CEO of Smart Albums Pixelu. He is a photographer himself making this album designing software, so he is certainly somebody you can trust to know a thing or two how to make your life much easier. A man with an analytical mind, but an artistic soul. I love talking with you, Daniel. It's it went by so quickly. It was so refreshing, so <laughs> so easygoing. All right, Daniel. Before we get out of here, I want to give you the a few final words. Oh, uh, one of the best advices that I've uh, that I heard from a photographer actually is if you don't uh, print albums now, and you've never had your your clients even order an album, you've never even got it into the game. One of the best things you can do is go ahead and download Smart Albums for free on our website for 14 days and design album drafts for all clients that have not ordered an album in the past. And a photographer uh, that came up to our booth told us that he did this. He offered a discount to his clients if they were to order within a week. And the discount I think was like something like 25%. And he said that half of his clients ordered an album and he made over $10,000 that week. So, key here is you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to buy smart albums, you don't have to buy anything. All you have to do is download the trial, see how easy it is, design some drafts, and offer them to your old clients. There's nothing to lose and you can make thousands of dollars and it works. So, I hope you do it. He just keeps giving great advice. <laughs> In the sake of time, I got to end it, but I'm sure they want to keep on listening. Uh, once again, I'm photo viewers. Keep checking in. We're going to have plenty of more wonderful content coming your way. Uh, and again, I'm here with CEO of Smart Albums and Pixlu, Daniel Osenko. I'm Eugene Negovetsky with Enphoto Studios. I'll see you later. <laughs>